This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Team Heartthrob, Leif Garrett. Daddy. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy, this is not a good episode. And a review, dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s TV show Monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss with me at my table. At my table. It's your table. And it is your table, Matt. And when you're at my table, your family, Mm. my family members, Matt Rose and Jen Hansen. Yay! Hi, Matt. Hi. How you doing? I'm well. Somebody who has OCD and needs to hear the same thing every episode Uh is upset. (laughs) But uh, we are happy that you've joined us here. If this is your first time joining us, what we do is we watch an anthology horror show called Monsters. Every episode is different. Every story is different. And tonight is no no exception. exception. That is correct. Uh, Today's episode was called Half as Old as Time. It is customary around these parts that we guess, based on title alone, what the episode is about without even seeing it yet. Who would like to go first? Uh, I can read mine. Half as old as time. A man is pursued his entire life by a strange creature who is always exactly twice his age. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I like that. I like that, too. I will go next. Half as old as time. The townsfolk of Kronos Falls lived charmed lives. Perfect health, beautiful homes, and friendly neighbors. To the outside, they were the perfect community. But to the new tenants of 413 Brewster Avenue, the nightmare had just begun. Half as old as time Or as I wrote it Half as old time (laughs) Because my writing is perfect (laughs) The writers of Beauty and the Beast Are struggling for a tale When Larry the Time Lord shows up He tells them an old tale In half the time (laughs) Close enough I Unfortunately, I would have watched all of those. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. None of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, hit us up with those sweet dudes. Sweet dudes. All right, guys, we watched season two, episode 11, half as old as time. This episode aired December 17th, 1989. Fun fact. This is our last episode in the 80s, so you will not be able to say seminal 80s horror anthology uh, anymore. You'll have to start saying seminal, seminal 90s, 90s horror, horror anthology. anthology. Whoa! God help you if you fuck up, up next yeah. time. <laughs> Lord help us all. Yeah. Uh, here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. Ready to pay any price to stay young, a dying old man asks his archaeologist daughter to reveal to him the secret location of a forbidden Native American fountain of youth supposedly protected by an evil snake god. Uh, I feel like that was the original script. Yeah. <laughs> we can get to later. This episode was directed by Christopher Todd. This is Christopher Todd's only credit on IMDb. This episode was written by Thomas Babe, based on a story by uh, Tania Goodrich and Jake West. Um, Some fun facts about Thomas Babe, in addition to exploring the concept of hero and its mythology, uh, Babe's work, he was a uh, a playwright, 
his work often featured strained family relationships, specifically focusing on fathers and daughters, love and individual rights. I feel like we mm. saw a lot of that in this episode. Yes, uh, Babe's works were regularly produced in New York City by Joseph Papp's Public Theater, as well as regional theaters across the country. Seven of his plays were premiered at the Public Theater, where Babe was a resident playwright. His first major success there was Kid Champion in 1975, starring Christopher Walken as a former rock star. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, this episode starred Leaf. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. <laughs> this episode stars Leaf Garrett as Dr. Minor. Uh, or, as uh, Leaf Garrett explained uh, in the beginning of a 2010 VH1 program, Leaf Garrett, behind the music remastered, he himself says, for the record, it's Leif, long A. I'm still going to call him Leaf. Leaf Garrett was number 13 on TV Guide's list of TV's 25 greatest teen idols. He graduated high school at the age of 15 after doing four academic years in two. Oh, wow. In 2010, he estimated he had spent over $1 million on drugs since the age of a 16. Holy shit. He dated Michelle Phillips when he was 16 and she was 33. And by 1979, he had already been awarded 27 gold and platinum records. Holy shit. He also became the youngest performer in history to have his own network variety show entitled Leaf. It also featured Brooke Shields, Marie Osmond, Flip Wilson, Bob Hope, and the Japanese singing duo Pink Lady. This one really bums me out, guys. In 1983, Garrett, Willie Ames, and Todd Bridges were scheduled to be in a college comedy called High Jinx, but the film was never made. <sighs> Wasted opportunity. Yeah. I I know. I would like to find the alternate reality where that where actually exists, exists. and yeah. go there. How much cocaine would it take to power a vehicle that was Leaf Garrett, Willie well, Ames, and Todd see. Bridges? Bogota, Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie Wildman played Jacqueline. Uh, a.k.a. Jack in this episode. Uh, she was Faye Walker on over 100 episodes of Days of Our Lives. Uh, she was also, if you're like me, and I know I am, she w she played Christine Pettit on Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> uh, she was helping um, Luke Perry uh, in, with the investigation of his dad. She was also the actress. Uh, Valerie Wildman was also in the Peace Corps. And she has an MA in counseling. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Nick Ramos was Suspando. Uh, he was in Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. He was also in 13 episodes of Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. And uh, played a variety of near, uh, Native American roles in film and television. Uh, and just to get to a new feature we had suggested by a listener, uh, thank you, Ted Hansen, uh, <laughs> went back through, Wait. yeah, listener, yeah, we have listeners all over the place. Listeners like Ted Hansen. <laughs> that would be your husband. Uh, who can say in this economy? <laughs> um, but went back through the, uh, newspaper.org archives, uh, went through the, uh, the Detroit Free Press uh, to get the TV book. First of all, on the cover of the TV book this week was Showbiz Pals, Carol Burnett and Julie Andrews. They are Showbiz Pals. They are Showbiz Pals. I didn't know those two were. Yeah. 
Uh, so we could have been watching this. We would have been watching this at 10 p.m. Uh, Saturday night. Uh, we could have, if we just changed the channel, we could have been watching the Bob Hope Christmas special featuring Barbara Eden, the Judds, and New Kids on the Block joining Bob to celebrate the holiday in Hawaii. Or if we sprang for cable television on Showtime, we could have watched Sherman Helmsley's comedy Jackpot. The star of Amen introduces Kathy Ladman, Mike McDonald, and Robert Schimmel at the Sahara Hotel in Las Vegas. Robert Schimmel is in funny. Yeah. Uh, at 10.30 p.m., Tales from the Dark Side was on. Here's the description. A man meets a comet-riding woman. Ooh. <laughs> what a terrible night of television. <laughs> <laughs> Truly terrible night of television. Not to bury the lead, but yeah. this episode is a woof. <laughs> but this is also... I remember this this lineup because you could watch Monsters at 10, yep. Tales at 10.30, mm-hmm. at 11 was Friday the 13th, the series. series. Yep. This week was an, antiques hear- an antique hearing aid helps a phony psychic hear the thoughts of his murder victims. At 11.30, you could watch Freddy's Nightmares, a TV <sighs> reporter probes deaths caused by dreams, an accident victim receives a brain cell transplant. Unless you were watching Saturday Night Live, where this week's host was Andy McDowell. Unless you were watching Byron Allen, where his guests were Joan Rivers, Whoopi Goldberg, Patti LaBelle, and Kevin Page. And I think that was... Yeah, that's about all all I got here. It's family hour. There must be something on. Ah, monsters! My favorite! Oh! Oh, look! It's monsters! Our favorite show! Let's watch it! Let's watch it! Let's watch it! It's starting! It's starting! Let's watch it! It's a secret. The door from the monsters swings wide open to reveal. A, tortle. a turtle? A tortoise? A I like tortoise. tortoise. I like tortoise. <laughs> An old ass turtle. This was the most expensive prop in this episode. This is one of the cheapest looking episodes, episodes. Oh. of Tales or Monsters I think we've ever seen. And we got yeah. a great insight into this uh, from Sean Cloran. We'll get to that uh, a little bit later. Little but he sent later. us an excerpt from uh, a, a book where we got a little story about this. But... This um, this episode instantly we knew. <laughs> like, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, this episode, this episode. I think you mean this episturd because this episode <laughs> is a turd. Oh. This epiturd. Okay, it let's comes just... on. It comes on like a bat out of hiding that goes. <laughs> It's not a bat out of hell. It's just a bat. Rubbing his little eyes with his little wings. <laughs> tired. Did I sweep too long? Who's Batman? I woke up in this guano-filled episode. Oh, the floor is crawling with beetles. Um, Who's the knight? <laughs> Fuck this episode. <laughs> We are in the desert, and that's how this episode feels, like just a wasteland that you don't want to be in. So we'll just yeah. hit 
some facts. The dad, this this elderly man, walks up to a doorway, knocks on the door. A woman opens it and says, Dad, what are you doing? I'm filming archaeology porn in here. Right. I, I, I do want to point out one thing that... Literally, what? this is the first 10 seconds of the episode, so, and we missed <laughs> Brick by brick, man. That's how you make an episode. <laughs> uh, point it out, Matt. Uh, no, I just wanted no, to... No, point it out. I just wanted to say that when I heard him... Knock on the door. I heard him say Kate. Did he say Kate? I am pretty sure he said Kate. Well, with and the amount of effort later, they put into this episode, I would not be surprised yeah, if they just did not give a that's, fuck. That's why later when you said the name, I was like, what? And then he I checked the my actress's notes. name. Yeah. I, Good job, Leaf. <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, it says Jack, but it's pronounced Kate. Well, anyway, but, but later I wrote, "Wait, did he just call her Jake?" Because, I, like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I do have a history of hearing them say things. Uh, you know, I. But you also catch the deets that Matt and I are too bored to pay attention to. So, <laughs> well, this, yeah. this episode instantly made me angry. <laughs> Well, you do have a hatred of turtles, so... Right. I see that turtle, I'm furious. You did pause it as soon as you saw that turtle. I, well, I was like, what are they doing? What's this little guy What's this little guy doing there? And it's going to get in all kind of turtle trouble. I just... I, I want to I tell... Turtle <laughs> trouble. I want to tell the listeners, because they don't... They're not privy to this, and Jen and I are... It is one of my favorite things in the world when Matt has to take off his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> when he, like, smacks his head and just takes his glasses off and starts rubbing his It's like face. Giles taking his glasses off. Yeah. yeah. It's the same. <laughs> so we should also say the elderly man, the father, is Leif Garrett playing this elderly father. He's 28 years old. And the makeup is not terrible. It's, the old it's age not. makeup. It's not terrible. But he sounds exactly like Leif Garrett. He sounds like a 28-year-old man. Well, let's see what he does say when he approaches that door. Oh, God, she's listening to The Rock. I forgot about that. Cake? Cake, I know you're in there. Wait, does he call her Cake? He just calls her Jake. It was like... Yeah, I think that's oh, her oh, for Jacqueline. I think that's her nickname. Okay, is, all right, all right. Yeah. Okay, so he didn't say Kate. He said he did say Jake. All right, but he said sa- it sounded like cake. So it definitely it. sounded like cake. Mm. Okay, um, Leif, need to talk to you for a second here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have no money left because you've snorted it all. Hey, I got fifty thousand ideas to fix that right up. <laughs> I put out an album. I put out seven more albums. Hey, I'm tired. <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm Lee fucking Garrett. Look at how sexy I am. They call me Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> like from Facts like, of Life? Facts like of Charlotte Ray? Yeah, Facts of Life. Look at my look at my bar. I'm on Teen Tiger Beat. <laughs> Are you doing the Pac-Man? Yep. <laughs> but instead of pellets, it's... It's, it's eating it's... all them pussies. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> 
How long do I have to do this old age makeup? I'm bored. This this whole hey, goodbye. This whole um, um, um. <laughs> this whole episode has the feeling of people bored on drugs. Yes. <laughs> 1000%. <laughs> but so that's what the the acting and the visuals of it are. The the script, the writing is oh, I'm gonna capture Tennessee Williams. There's another cat on a hot tin oof. <laughs> another <laughs> glass menagerie. Oh boy. <laughs> they decide that instead of just dialogue that people would have. It's monologue that people speak at each other. Well, look oh. who the cat dragged in from the desert. Jake, it's me, your father. Well, you said we would never speak again. Look, I need to tell you, I'm proud of you. You got more out of the Indians than I ever thought. What, are you dying? I'm dying. Oh no, Daddy! Why is it that every movie and every show with a woman whose father abandons her, when they are reunited, she calls him Daddy? It's gross. My, my sister, I can, I think the last time she called my dad Daddy, she was single digits. Yeah, yeah. That's See, when you. That's, that's when you. That's call an appropriate your... time to call your dad Daddy. Yeah, though I don't get why why Southern men call their dad daddies, but I'm a daddy. Yeah, like that. Uh, uh, daddy that's... don't feel too good. <laughs> well, I would blame country music yes. for a yeah. lot of. Yeah, yeah. You know, I but I do. I don't call my mom mommy. That's no. gross. I do say mama. I do say mama time. sometimes. Hey mama. Hey mama. I might I might that's do good. a little of that, but mommy. Mm, the only time I, I'll I say ever mama, say mama, but I won't say papa. Or no. No. The only Dada. time I ever say mommy is if I am talking to a little kid about their mother. Okay, yep, that's fair. That's fair. When uh, Leif Garrett opens the door to this Adobe <laughs> hut. Leif? Look at this guy over here. <laughs> Jesus. When the, when the cocaine king yeah. enters his whitewash palace. <laughs> um, we are we are on the third white snake video. <laughs> this so, is a Truly terrible set, and I hope you've all described the elements the elements that you you could pull from what I like to call the Adobe exhibit at the Phoenix Children's Hands-On Museum. <laughs> oh, well, oh, yeah. that's funny because I just called it Adobe Restoration Hardware. <laughs> I, I just called it Dusty Roadside Garbage. Perfect. <laughs> all of those fit. Oh, you know what? I've got this windowsill. With a howling dog cut out? <laughs> oh, the bark at the moon sculpture? Yeah. I I have often thought to myself, you know what? This window is boring as shit. It needs a dog howling at, at the, the moon. moon to re- but not like more like a wooden cutout. That you of would a do- see of a cowboy next to a garage. Yes. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. With his leg cut up and his hat tipped down. Wow. Why did I know that reference immediately? We all knew that. Yeah. In Michigan. Yeah. There is a moment that he is walking around where I'm just like, 
this is the guy that's in Native American studies that got all of his information about Native Americans from the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they have blankets. <laughs> There is indeed like a drug rug on the wall. There is oh you've got you've got everything you need. There is a drug rug. There is a dream catcher. There is one of those steer skeleton heads. Skulls. They call them not skeletons. <laughs> um I don't know. The invoice says skulls, but the director asked specifically for skeleton heads. Look at I, I'm I out can't of, sign this. We're out of time. We can't guess. We got to know. Yeah. Can't, <laughs> I can't have to send back another order. I got in enough trouble. We're, we're wasting Leif Garrett's cocaine <laughs> money. It's in his contract. It's in his rider. We haven't talked about this episode at all. Which is fine with us. <laughs> because there's no need to talk about the episode. Because in the background... Of their this daddy daughter reunion, there Every is daddy daughter reunion. <laughs> there is <laughs> no in the background of this daddy daughter reunion. Mm-hmm. There is some sweet eighties hair metal. Mm-hmm. Oh, playing! Hey, why I, was that there? I, they had the rights to it. Was that to show that she was an independent lady? She didn't need no daddy. She had Joan Jett. She had Blackie Lawless. She had A Taste of Darkness by Blacksmith. Blacksmith, of course. I don't even know what Blacksmith is. So let's see. what. Is that like a taste of honey? Well, you know, it's funny. No. Oh, great. Okay, that is funny. From the seminal album, Strike While the Iron's Hot, here's Blacksmith with A Taste of Darkness. No one's going to tell me how to live my life. I'll put a bark at the moon up if I wanna. So this is going. I'll mix tab and tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. I've had a surge. <laughs> that. The, uh, okay. All right. All right. The dad wants. The dad. He's got a brain tumor. Here's the problem. Okay. Here's the problem with this Daddy's whole dying. episode. I don't that- care. <laughs> you were checked out after that goddamn turtle. Yeah. What you just said is the truth, though. I do not care about these characters in the least. In no. the least. When he walks through the door and she's like cold to him, I'm like, oh, okay. Fine. Yeah. Like there's so much perceived relationship. You know, like sometimes... In scenes, you get a little too much backstory. Of mm-hmm. course. And then there's other scenes. A haunted scene. exposition dump, if so If you to will, speak. yeah. And then this is a haunted exposition dump trying to build a relationship that these two 
could have not had mm-hmm. less chemistry. A thousand percent, yeah. There is not a moment of my life that I thought it was even plausible that they were daddy-daughter. No. They looked almost as bored as we did. (laughs) It was very, very hamstrung. Yeah. So he starts laying on this pride parade for her. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm your dad and I've screwed up and... um, I've read all your articles and you know a lot more about me. Uh, you know a lot more than I do about Native American myth and in uh, they told, told you th- more than they ever told me. Yeah. And then um we get our first kind of uh racist line. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't think they'd tell the white man any of that. It wasn't the white man, it was just white. White. <laughs> I didn't think more they would than tell, tell a white. A white. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of weirdly pointed at himself. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll take my own racism. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'll honky take my ma- racism off the air. Honky Magoo over here. My <laughs> <laughs> first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so he's, he's looking for the fountain of youth that the Native Americans. It's some Native American fountain of youth that she knows about, and he doesn't. And we cut right to it because apparently it's in her backyard, I guess. Yeah, it does not take them long to get to the paper mache door. <laughs> to right. the, the foam cave they <laughs> enter to find. Yeah, so, so uh, again, we went from, hey, I thought you were never going to show your face around here to daddy, daddy. to <laughs> foam. <laughs> <laughs> Foam heavy. Foam like, heavy. So foam if this rock. was if this was a giant stone door, look, guys. Can you pretend it's heavy? Yeah. <laughs> Can you not move it with one hand? Can you not move it with cocaine strength? <laughs> <laughs> she literally moved it with one hand. Yeah. Where I was like. Come Guys, on. to be fair, I have not spent a lot of time in caves. Do caves wobble like that? Here's yes, the crazy all part. the time. That's the oh, that's well. the funny. I was thing. in Mammoth Cave, and it mammothly wobbles. Oh no! <laughs> bingo, bingo, snake juice. Okay, what? <laughs> Guys, how did you describe the snake? Oh well, <laughs> I wrote down. That I believe that this viper is part of the Hot Boys, <laughs> featuring Lil Wayne. Um, I didn't describe the snake so much as I said that she moves a paper mache rock and enters the fuck pit from Conan the Barbarian. Oh, nice! Yeah, I just said it was the tic tac tic tac doe dragon made flesh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, this snake is a stone cold fox (laughs) (laughs) with ruby eyes that go all the way up its eyebrows and fangs that'll go all the way down. If you know what I'm saying, your pee pee, (laughs) your ween. (laughs) We see this thing, this long dangly rope. (laughs) I don't like this episode. (laughs) Manos. <laughs> the hands of fate. Are we in an act break yet? Yes, that is the act break. 
thank God. We'll be back with more transmissions. Oh, well, clearly it's an act break because so much has happened. Yeah, but- <laughs> yeah we've earned the act break, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Hey. Your sponsors really appreciate it. Hey, sponsors? Fuck <laughs> you. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. All kinds of chicks want beautifully clean hair. Which keeps your hair cleaner, longer, conditioning with new silkiness or without? Imagine this chick was conditioned with new silkiness. This wasn't. After hours of play, this chick would stay cleaner, fluffier, more beautiful, like your hair. Because new silkiness repels up to 75% of the dirt hair can attract. Amazing. New silkiness cleaner, longer conditioners just hatched for beautiful hair. So were they sitting over her with like a like a compressed air can to blow Just blowing the air? chicks around? <laughs> <laughs> when you're uh, when you're spelunking in a cave all day playing and roughing about, get some silkiness and just bounce that hair out. You gotta bounce that ish. Are we back? Sure, we're back. <laughs> I guess. The engagement at an all-time time low. <laughs> okay, let's just make it through. Bingo, bingo, snake juice. We're back, and we're in the pit. The, the snake pit. We're in the snake <laughs> pit. So we've got we got three in a scene. We got daddy, we got daughter, and we've got Suspondo. Oh. oh, and the snake. So I guess we got four in a pit. Well, we've got the snake, and then Suspondo enters. Suspondo enters. So, so is, it, Suspondo, <laughs> you know the great Native American name. Yeah, Suspondo. Suspondo. I, they, they not, mm. not, uh, not like walks with honor, or you know, or, or even yeah. a name that sounded like an actual name. Suspondo sounds like a goddamn He-Man character. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you want to? I have a. I have you have Suspondo un- back there. I have an unopened Suspondo. Uh, <laughs> mint. Mint. <laughs> have you watched um, the Portuguese version of Suspiria? It's called Suspondo. It's great. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's not good, but it's great. Lot of yeah. lot of ropes. Yeah. Lot of ropes. Lot of ropes. Um, now let me ask you this question: uh, When Suspondo enters, did you write down what he looked like? Oh yeah, he's the. the did we all write down the brawny man? But, yeah, yeah. I wrote down. Oh look, it's when Graham Green meets Red Green <laughs> in a war of plaid. <laughs> oh, that walked uh, away with it. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't top that in any way. Now, basically, uh, Red Green shows up. To tell them, Suspondo, to tell um, Leif, look, this is for believers only. Yeah. You will screw yourself up if you drink that water without belief. And right around this point, the daughter's starting to get very cold feet. Even though she brought her father here. I guess she maybe she didn't know that... This was a real thing, or it was in her backyard, or she had obviously moved that door before. Well, she knew where it was, and she knew how it moved, and she knew exactly where to go very quickly. Yeah. (laughs) So Suspondo is like, "Hey, before you do this, Leif, go, 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 go." He is housing the water. Now, this is a master class on drinking, not drinking. (laughs) Because he scoops the water, and by the time he gets it to his lips, it is gone. But he's like, yep. 
It is at this point that his daughter, for the rest of the episode, is useless. She is... They talk about the actor's nightmare being forgetting your lines. For me, the actor's nightmare is just to stand in the background, be on camera, and have nothing nothing to to do. do. (laughs) Because that's when your brain really turns itself, should I be reacting to this? What's happening here? Hmm, that paper mache snake looks weird. <laughs> why was that? Why was that stone so light? Oh. Eggs, bread, milk, cheese, uh, Ziploc bags. What I know, I have to pick something else up. Things on a grocery list. It's, it's my grocery list. Yeah, I okay. Uh, so he drinks and he turns young. He turns young, and this is truly the last bit of acting that the daughter gets to do, where she's like, "You're young, daddy." Done. Yep. He starts daffy ducking immediately. <laughs> he is socially secure. He's like, we'll sell this water and then it'll be gurg, gurg, gurg. And now he's, now he's back to old. Um, now he is upset with the situation that he is in. He turns racist very quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, uh. I mean, he kind of already was. Okay. But... He exposes his racism yeah. very quickly um, in, an, in an epitaph that you have to watch the show to see in here. And we suggest you don't. don't. So he becomes young. It fades very quickly. And he rushes to drink again. His daughter is like, no, no, no. It's just you can't live forever. This is just uh, like an illusion, basically. And she, let me called just, it, she called it something, but I, yeah, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. And let me just tell you that we pulled that out of a murky pot of gumbo. <laughs> because, <laughs> because it is... It's a cheat. That's what she says. It's, it's a, a cheat. cheat. Yes. At this point in the episode, I am also fully checked out. Yeah. I, I am hating every moment of it. And I'm like... What is the deal here? Why are we watching this? What Where's have we the done? monster? Yeah, Where's uh, the monster? D- Where's dear, the beef? Dear listener, by the time the middle of the second act has shown up, I am all the way done with a piece of paper working on the second. For the entire episode, I did not even get through a piece of paper. We all checked out. Because here's just, here's the setup. If you want to live forever, you need to make a sacrifice. And his daughter is the only other person in the room, and you can't kill Red Green. So who's going to die? And his daughter, hearing this, doesn't leave. <laughs> she doesn't leave a cutout of herself. Yeah. I, this is Spondo explains this blood sacrifice we get to this indecent proposal that's like yeah you want to live you want a real long life um and he is not getting it <laughs> leaf garrett is like oh and i don't think that this was slower i don't think this was in the script <laughs> yeah. i believe leaf garrett understood none of this right he was like Hit me with that one more time, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the actor is like, I said, yeah. <laughs> someone, uh, when I tap uh, on your yeah. phone twice, <laughs> I think he's, he's talking, talking to you. you. <laughs> when someone like your daughter, who's right there, uh, 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 
<laughs> it has to be a blood of your blood sacrifice like your child. <laughs> well, are you catching any of this? <laughs> and her response isn't, I'm going to go. No, she has to explain it to him slower. Yeah. Don't you see, Dad? You have to sacrifice children, one form of immortality for another. If only there were some children around here. Again, why is, she could easily kill him through jogging. <laughs> like, this, not even jogging. He A brisk walk. He, Suspando presents Leaf Garrett with a knife. I guess. And, and, and the daughter is just like, oh, this seems chill. This guy of whom, <laughs> this this guy of whom I have spent a majority of my life hating and trying to get out of my life is now bloodthirsty <laughs> given a knife and given a knife by the and man moving, who told him he has to sacrifice his child and moving at a glacial, glacial pace. pace. <laughs> Plate tectonics move faster than my dude. <laughs> He he would have better luck just hoping she fell on the knife. She, he would have better luck hoping that she took the knife from him and stabbed herself. Yeah. Which I was ready to ready do, do watching yeah. this episode. This one and a half minute scene of of walking with a knife of walking with a knife is agonizing. That's, yeah. That's a thrill kill cult album. <laughs> Walking, Walking with, with a knife. knife. Yeah. Because I don't care about these characters. Yeah. Stab her, stab yourself, <laughs> stab, stab Sabondo, and then everybody just, we just right. sit quietly for 15 minutes. Grab the snake on your way down. Yeah. So during and then us, a turtle walks in and goes, <laughs> it's a living. living. <laughs> So uh, I I lost count at how many times Matt and Jen, while we were watching this episode, said only 21 minutes left to go. <laughs> it did it seem was like an- interminable. <laughs> there are moments that feel like you just and lights up. Yeah. Like yep. the episode just started because because everything is unnecessary. This should have been an enjoyable death scene because it is it could literally be the dumbest death I've seen yet on Monsters or Tales. Oh, but yeah. I was so frustrated with the episode I couldn't even enjoy this it's, I mean you kind of did laugh. I did, but but, it's but it was more out of, it was more out of exasperation than anything, I think. And you're right, it it was it was a grisly death. I mean, I I can't imagine a dad stabbing his daughter like that. So it, you know, to me was was and you know I, she dies her she falls and her blood goes into the water which was what was supposed to happen and that's the act break yeah and we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side sorry this is the man who knows breakfast best now he brings us quaker old squares delicious squares of whole grain oats with a taste as timeless as the quaker man himself Quaker Road Squares from the man who knows breakfast best. Why that commercial? <laughs> Fuck <Not> you! you. <laughs> Why not? Why not uh, that commercial? Uh, uh, oats, you have them for breakfast. Breakfast, you have it on your patio. Patio, you might be looking at your yard. Yard might have a snake. Snake, this episode. Boom. 
Eat me. Six degrees of commercial bacon. The Quaker Oats Man is a Quaker. Quaker State. Quaker State Oil. Oil. Olay. Olay Spanish. Spanish. Spanish rice. <laughs> Under the wings. Rice pudding. Pudding on the Ritz. Falco. Falco, comma, Edie. Snake Charmer. This episode, we got it. Uh, I would like to read my the entirety of of my notes. Okay, we're back. I cannot wait to hear them. The entirety of my notes for... The third for act. the third act. No going back. He's going to be 30 again. So much to do. So many women to bang. Forgot his daughter. <laughs> the end. Maybe we should just all read our notes and call it an episode. Here's mine. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> Blood miracle. <laughs> I don't drink. What does Donald Duck care about? (laughs) (laughs) Slow-mo. All right. Uh, Matt? (laughs) He's drinking from Fountain. No, going back. Bow forever. Oh, no, 30 forever. He started forgetting about his daughter. He's trying to figure out how to... Monetize the water. Science. Ugh, the moralizing. Science, science, science. Fills up canteen. Business. No going back. He's going to be one of them statues. Slow-mo, brawny, disappeared Jesus. (laughs) There you go. We saved you the third act entirely. The third act is that whisper thin. Because all it is is... The plot twist is... Instead of him getting to leave the cave and be 30 years old forever. He serves the snake, and the snake is not moving at the same speed that we are. He is almost suspended in time. He moves so slow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you are now serving the snake in perpetuity. And there are other servants of the snake around. That's a Duran Duran album. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Do you have servants of the snake? Yeah. That was a solid record. Yeah. <laughs> I left. You really did. So, he, okay. <laughs> footsteps, 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 door slam. Was the sound in my head. Screech! Brain drive away. See you later. <laughs> See you in $2. Okay. So, he's now frozen in time. Great. And um, the the episode people realized um, there is still like three to four minutes of episode left. <laughs> so, Ooh. hey, um, hey, um, uh, Graham Green, how good are you at uh, mumbo jumbo? Well, not very, but if you uh, stand me in front of a door so I'm just in a shadow, you can You're really dub whatever, <laughs> ADR or whatever you want over my mouth. It's an extra five bucks. <laughs> You got it, buddy. Well, and, and so they, 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 
while that's going on, it kind of intercuts with um, with Leaf Garrett slowly trying to drink the water out of his hand again, and then him repeatedly being shown in slow motion. And during this, Matt just looked at us and went stretch. Yes. Stretch. <laughs> um, so yes, Guys, there's 20 minutes left of this, this episode. episode. <laughs> So he's lost the time, and that's the episode. And it's terrible, and don't watch it. it um, so uh, our longtime friend of the show and researcher extraordinaire, Sean Cloran, reached out to us before we watched this episode, wondering if we'd seen it yet. And we just watched it right before we recorded. And while we re- were watching it, he sent us this, uh, which is, um, uh, the song in the beginning is A Taste of Darkness by Blacksmith. And then he included a little snippet from a book called The Filmmaker's Book of the Dead. Um, The creative supervisor, Neil Marshall Stevens, talks specifically about this episode. Here's what Neil Marshall Stevens, Stevens had to say about this app. Of course, part of the problem with monsters is that we promised a monster for every episode. But we were a very low-budget show with a very tight shooting schedule. So there were times when we had very modest monsters. I think there was only one episode, half as old as time, that turned out to be a rather troubled episode and ending up with no monster. The original script was not shootable and had to be completely rewritten. And then, out on the West Coast, the director, and I have to say, with the cooperation of the producer out there, and without really letting me know what was going on, decided to change the ending. The result was they changed the monster from what was in the script and got a little ambitious about what the monster was going to do. And the footage turned out to be unusable. So they ended up having to recut the ending. The monster was a statue that was supposed to come to life because, you see, it wasn't really a statue. It was a living thing just frozen in time. A monster. The bad guy was supposed to be sacrificed to him. Didn't happen. It never came to life. It always was just a statue. But there were always more monsters and more story ideas. If there had been a fourth season, we could have easily gone on. That's how this episode felt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the writer's room. And I wouldn't... And we close the door. <laughs> and we... and... Well, let's go into the writer's room with a can of gasoline yep. and these scripts <laughs> and a bin. And we just burn this script to the ground. Yeah. Never, oh, you guys, never again. It, 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 never again. Don't worry about it. Look, look. Tales from the Dark Side's coming on. Ooh, Comet Watch. What's this about? <laughs> What a what? night of television. I know. What a f- <laughs> nightmare of television. Yeah. Television? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> television. Here's the deal. I would never watch this episode again. No. Never. And I would never encourage people to watch it. And I'm so glad that you listened to this episode with us. And hopefully we gave you more entertainment than this 22-minute oh, episode could ever give you. But we are husks of who you once were yeah. <laughs> uh, we all look like we had been through something terrible yeah uh jen give us a scale uh scale of one to ten turds uh one one and a half one and a half i gave it one and a half because it's not dream girl all right one yeah it's bad it's just bad 
Um, this is I would call this a must not watch. Yeah, it, <laughs> this is a t- this must is a, avoid. Yeah. yeah, this is a total skit. You know, like. Different episodes are going to appeal to different people, just like music or comedy or anything else. And there are going to be ones that you love. And I'd be like, really? That one? This would appeal to no one. No, there's nothing other than having Leaf in it and having like a nostalgia factor for him. All right. Your Leaf heads out there. Yeah. But even even then, I mean, this wouldn't even appeal to contrarians. This is just... He is awful in this. He is awful in this. Everybody is... Is not good in this. Yeah. Mm. How can people get in contact with us, Matt? <laughs> well, if you're still with us, <laughs> you can get in contact with us at t from the dark side at gmail.com, t from the dark side on Instagram, tftds pod on Twitter, and t from the dark side at gmail.com if you're into email. Uh, thank you again for everybody who's been reaching out. We really appreciate it. Um, the only thing that we ask from you is if you would like to help the show, the best way to help our show is telling somebody that you know about it. Uh, word of mouth is truly why I listen to the podcasts I listen to, and we're asking the same of you. If you like what we do and you know somebody you think would like it, tell them about it. We would really appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. Um, anything I missed this week? Try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTBS pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.